welcome to the Chosen and Called podcast. Today I have my friend Allie with me and I am so excited for her to be here. We actually met over the summer in Florida on yeah. her family vacation. So random, but um, she's so great and so I'm so excited to have her here today. So hey Allie. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Well, of course. Okay, so we're going to do a little introduction into your life. So okay. can you tell me a little bit of who you are and yeah, what your life is like? Yeah, so my name is Allie. I'm 25 years old. I am married to my husband, Ryan, and um, we don't have any kids yet, but God willing, that's in our future. Um, what I do for a living, I so right now I currently work at a nonprofit called Hope for Kids International. It's based um, here in Phoenix, but we serve people all over the world, so um, I love that organization. And then I also um, am in graduate school, so I'm getting my master's in counseling, through Fuller Seminary, and I just started that this year, so it's been, it's been fun. It's been really great and such an answered prayer. So, busy schedule, but I'm yeah. so thankful. Yeah, that is so busy. And yeah, you have your two dogs. Right? My two dogs. Yeah, we call them the nuts. Um, their names are <laughs> Cashew and Hazel, as That's you know, so and as you've seen on Instagram. So yeah, they're super cute. We love them. And you're yeah. a lot into fashion, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. When you were asking my hobbies, I was like thinking about it and I was like, honestly, clothes. Like, can I say that? <laughs> yes, um, absolutely. Yeah, I love all things fashion, putting together outfits, um, good deals. I know we talked about it. TJ Maxx is my place. Um, so I love that. Um, I love to cook and be in the kitchen um, and hosting people, just hanging out with friends and family. Um, and so I love, good. yeah, I love to be outside. Um, you know, just admiring God's creation and his goodness. I really feel like I connect that way. Um, so yeah, those are, those are some of my hobbies and a little bit about Very me. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, okay. I have a cookbook for you and all, okay. everyone listening. It's called like cook once, eat all week. And you like, on Sunday. And yeah. then enough to make meals for every day. And they're like super healthy and delicious. I love that. So I need to try it. Cause that so would, good. yeah, that would help my schedule for sure. It's so great. Yeah. So, Everyone listening, that's the way to go. Yeah. I'll, I'll okay. That. So our general question of the episodes, which you know, is what is the best thing you ever changed in your life that helped you grow? Yeah. So this for me, and I thought about it like all week and prayed about it of what God wanted me to say, because I feel like I could say so many different things. Yeah. And also I feel like it changes throughout the seasons in my life. Like I just change things as I feel they need to be changed, but I think the biggest thing for me this past year was actually um, my career, like changing my career path. And um, I say that because I think for so many girls my age um, or younger, it can be hard to really know like, oh, what is God's will for your life? Like, and it's so career focused, right? And so, or like in the world, it's so career focused. and. Coming out of my undergrad, I really was lost for a while, and I loved the jobs I've had, and I um, I think God wanted me in those roles for a reason, but I really struggled of like, okay, God, I want to use my gifts, and I want to steward my story well, so like, what do you have for me? And it wasn't until this year that doors started opening, um, and it was through serving, actually, at CCV, and I know I mentioned this to you, I... I served as a high school coach for four years and absolutely loved it. Um, I love high school girls. And like to a lot of people, that would sound crazy. But I just love that age. And um, I really connected with them. And it was through serving 
um, at CCB that I just, I knew I wanted to um, use those gifts that God had given me and that heart for girls that um, he had given me. And so I just wanted more tools in my toolbox and I loved connecting with them one-on-one. You know, I love the group setting as well, but it was really in those like intimate moments that I I really loved and cherished. And so I was like, okay, God, I think counseling could be that for me. Like if I could do this for a living, oh my gosh, you know, what a dream. So I started praying about it and like seriously doors just opened um, with getting accepted into Fuller and then just all the connections there and uh, the timing of it all. So so yeah, That's that really was super cool. cool. Yeah. And you're kind of nervous about going back, right? Were you yeah. Being... I mean, cause I'm in that time in my life where like, I would love to start having a family. Um, you know, I'm 25. So I just always thought that I would go into grad school right after college. So then when I didn't, I felt like, Oh shoot, have I wasted time? Mm-hmm. But as we know, you know, in so many people's stories, God's God's plans are usually different than our plans and we just have to be open to that and willing to say yes. Um, and so when I felt that he was calling me into this, I just was like, okay, God, I might not see the full path and I'm such a planner. So it like kind of scared me to jump into this, but I was like, okay, God, here I go. You know, I'm going to trust you. Um, and it, you know, it's been, it's been, hard and it's something that I've changed so I just really have to give it to the Lord and trust that he knows what's ahead of me and before me and um he's always been faithful so I'm just taking it one day at a time really that's great yeah that's so great so um can you tell me your testimony when did you become a follower of Christ have you always been a believer or how did you become faithful yeah so I um I feel really lucky and privileged to have had parents that are Christian. Um, most of my family is actually my grandparents, aunts and uncles. It's really oh, generational crazy. in my family. And I, the older I get, the more, more I realize that's such a gift. And mm-hmm. I just pray that I can continue it on for my kids and my grandkids and <laughs> my great grandkids. And I mean, I think about it though. And I'm like, man, it's so rare yeah. to not only have parents, but to have grandparents, like my grandparents have taught me so, so much about faith and about what it looks like to, you know, live in God's word and just really be faithful and like faithful in marriage and in their careers and financially. And, um, I've learned so much. So, so really my family, um, and then also the church I attended, um, I think my faith became my own when we started attending CCV, I just think the amount of people that poured into me um, really shaped who I am today. Uh, My high school leaders, um, as you know, we shared some of our high school leaders, so that was super cool. Um, So yeah, that's kind of how I got to be a Christian. And as you know, like growing up with a Christian family is great, but you really also still have to make it your own Mm -hmm. and create that relationship with God yeah you know sometimes it's hard as someone that has Christian like Christians all around them Mm -hmm. because you can think you're Christian but not be just because you're surrounded by people that are Christian doesn't mean it so you have to make it your own and decide for myself like I'm going to church not because my parents want me to go because I want to go for myself right and it's so beautiful when you make it your own because yeah it's just such an intimate relationship and um yeah, I think I agree with you. It takes work and it's not just like it's handed to you, right? You have yeah. to also steward it well. So, yeah. yeah. 
So uh, when we got coffee, you mm-hmm. talked to me a lot about a season of waiting. Can you yeah. talk to me a little bit about like how God has spoken to your life, the period of waiting and what to do in that period? Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. It's been sort of a theme throughout my life, and it's really something that I just realized this past year. Um, So a little bit of backstory. My husband and I did long distance for four and a half years. Um, And it's funny because when we were getting coffee, I was like, honestly, Ella, I I wouldn't recommend it to people, but God just kind of led us into it. And in all honesty, it really uh, worked for us and actually was a blessing for us, for Ryan and I. And so that was a period of waiting for sure. Um, He went to school in Alabama and I was in Texas. And so it was, it was fun for us because we got to focus on, you know, our own um, college experience and just making friends and memories, but also, um, you know, still get to see each other when we were home and everything. So I wouldn't recommend it for everyone. It's not easy, but like I said, God just kind of led us into it and he carried us through it all. And it's funny because when I was in it, I was like, man, how, like, how the heck are we going to make it through college? Like, doing long distance, it seemed like forever. Right. And looking back, it's like a blip on a radar. Like, it's such a tiny season. And um, so we pressed through and we both moved back to Phoenix and got married. And, um, but yeah, that was a season of waiting for sure. And then recently, um, we started trying to have kids probably a year and a half ago. And so that's the most recent season of waiting that we've been in. And Mm -hmm. it's funny because when I was in high school, my best friend and I got a tattoo together, uh, Katie, and I was like, what's my life verse? And Isaiah 40, 31, and it's those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Mm -hmm. Um, Or other translations say those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. Yeah. And I've just kind of spoken that over my life, not knowing what God intended it for, but I just really uh, loved that verse. And it's been throughout this whole year that I'm like, okay, God, like I'm waiting on you and it's a season for sure. But life is full of seasons, you know, and um, just trying to be present in the season and see what God has for me in it, even on the hard days and, um, but I think the beautiful thing about waiting is it really draws you close to God yeah. because you like I can't control when we're going to have kids or I couldn't control like I loved Ryan. But if we were going to get married and the timing of that, you know, you just have to walk one day at a time mm-hmm. um, waiting and hoping in the Lord. And, you know, I think for Ryan and I, the thing that brings us the most hope in this season is looking back like remembrance of. God has always been faithful in our life, and so we know He will be, you know, and it it can make me teary-eyed, but um, yeah, I just think it's it's important to remember back in your life the seasons where God has been faithful, and not only in your own life, but other people that you know, or like hearing other people's testimonies, and that's what I love about your podcast, and Um, and also in the word, you know, getting in God's word and seeing that he's always been faithful, even when you're like, what is he doing? You know, like he, he's a good God and he loves us deeply and he cares about the details. And, um, he already knows my kids, you know, he knows how many hairs they have on their head and just all the details of, uh, their life. And so I trust him with that. I really do. And if I tried to control it, it, I would go crazy. I love so. that. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, even, like, hearing this right now is something I need to hear because Aww. I've been struggling with weight gain and just, like, when you see other people getting these things and mm-hmm. it's really hard to see that and then when is it my turn? You yeah, know, absolutely. Kind of sort of and so, but just really, like, tuning into God and hearing, like, what in your perfect timing. And yeah. that's a hard question because I was talking to my mom about this the other day. I'm like, but when is God's timing? Is it yeah. right now because I'm thinking about it so much? Or is it in a year? Or five yeah. years? Like, when is it? Yeah. That's like the golden question. <laughs> right. Wants to know the answer to. Yeah. It's just like truly praying and focusing on the Lord and figuring out like, is it the world telling these things to distract me or what are you telling me? Right. Yeah. Season? Yeah. You sound like me. A lot of like you like to be a planner and such, and I think yes. a lot of people are that way, and I don't think that's a bad thing, right? But um, I love the verse that the Lord is a lamp unto our feet and a light to our path, and yeah. I love it because it gives that image of a light to our path or our feet like if you were to have um you know a lamp or a light it would only show enough light for the next step and so I'm like yeah he doesn't light up the whole path you know like Mm -hmm. he's just showing me the next step to take and same thing with you know when it came to going back to grad school for counseling I was like god I don't see the whole picture like it actually scares me to think about Mm-hmm. but I'm going to take this step because I know you're in it and I you've opened these doors so I'm going to go with that and I also think like uh faith is a risk just as much as doubt is a risk so I can either doubt God and live in that and really all it does is make me fearful and angry and you know comparing to other people or sure. I can do the latter and have faith in that like yeah Ella, when I like am, when I choose that, I am a better wife. I'm a better friend. I'm more confident, like not confident in my own doing, but just confident in what God's doing through me and in me and around me. And so, you know, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with faith and it it can be, it can feel risky and it can be risky, but, uh, doubt is a risk as well. So I love that. Like you're in the season for a reason. Am I going to waste it or am I going to embrace why God has put me in the season? Yeah. Really make the best of it. Because yeah. sometimes you feel like at a standstill, that standstill Absolutely. is to have you grow in your place with the Lord. Yeah. And it's funny because whenever you think God's not at work and it feels like a standstill, he's at work. Mm-hmm. Like behind the scenes and in the details. And I think it's funny like how Ella and I met. Um, and now we're here on a podcast. Yeah. But like she was on a vacation this summer in Florida with our family. And um, yeah, it's just so funny. Like, God was in that. He wanted us mm-hmm. to connect so that maybe I could be on this podcast and hopefully oh, sure. like help other girls or, you know, speak to at least one person. So I just think like God is so behind the scenes and in the details of our lives that even in the mundane mm-hmm. days of just living, like just knowing that he sees us and he cares for the details of our life. Yeah. I have a verse that goes about Ecclesiastes 3, one says for everything there is a season a time for every activity under heaven. Yeah, and I, I love just think that. about, like, literally every single thing we do is God-ordained. Like, there's mm-hmm. a reason why it's happening. And I, exactly, like, I see what's right in front of me. I have, like, this tiny little view that God mm-hmm. is above the world. I can right. see everything taking place and how everything's coming together. And I just right. think that's an amazing reminder. Yeah, and what an amazing timing that we're talking about this. Because, like, the season of Advent and waiting for Christ's coming mm-hmm. and the celebration of Christmas, you know, like this is one of the first years I've really pressed into the Advent season and like trying to read more about it 
um, in the Bible and stuff. So, um, yeah, I love that verse. I think it's so true. Life is full of seasons and, you know, just like the trees change leaves and they hold beautiful things in each season. So do we, yeah. you know, and so we just have to embrace that. Unless you're in Arizona. Right, I yeah. Just, <laughs> I saw some trees turn a little orange. Yeah, I did too. I was like, it's okay, about time. It's December, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And what I find interesting about what you're saying, like your tattoo, mm-hmm. when you're like in high school, that's yeah. like the fact that you put something on, like something for forever, Mm-hmm. And then it's applying to every single thing that's yeah. going through your life. Like, that is so God, yeah. that God picked that verse for you. And yeah. Right now, you're using it. Mm. What was that, like, eight years, seven years later? Yeah, it was right before Katie passed away. So, yeah, like, nine years ago, probably, that we got that. And it's so funny, because sometimes I'm hesitant to even, like, bring up a tattoo, just because you don't have to have a tattoo for it. Right. <laughs> for a verse to like impact your life but it just so happens that I have one and it's such a great memory and so I do I I do think there was purpose in that yeah Yeah. how do you truly like trust God is uncomfortable you have an Mm. amazing testimony from your high school on and you've been through a lot of hurt early on in your life more than a lot of people experience in a lifetime Mm. you know and so how do you really trust him like why me why is this you know yeah, I did experience uh, grief in high school, and the the older I get, which I know I'm not, like, old by any means, but, like, I look back in my high school years, and we were so young, you know, mm-hmm. to experience that, and so, yeah, that question of how to trust God, um, that's a big question, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not perfect at it, so um, I just want to say that up front, but... I think just knowing God's character, like just knowing that he's a good God and choosing to live in that because I think for a while I questioned his goodness and I really uh, lived in a state of fear of losing someone else that I love. Um, But really it just tore me apart and it created this person inside me that I didn't want to live, you know, or live that way, I should say. Um, you know, I didn't want to live in that state of fear. And so I had to choose to trust God. And it really was just going back to, okay, God, I know you're good. I know you're faithful, like we talked about, and just all those attributes of who he is, Mm -hmm. um, not only in scripture, but in my life and in the people I love in their life. And so, I mean, honestly, daily, like, I don't think for a while, I thought I would hit a point in my life where just trusted God and it was easy and like smooth sailing and it is so not that way like I have to daily submit and surrender and go back to trusting and choosing that God is a good God and he's faithful and I'm gonna trust that so it's it's a daily thing for me yeah and even your friend was such an inspiration to all because Mm -hmm. she's going through this extremely hard season and all glory to God like even when everything feels like it's getting ripped away, she still gave glory to God. And how inspiring is that? Yeah. Yeah. Katie taught me so much and I, I try and hold on to the memories with her and what she taught me about faith. And, um, it was such a gift to have a friendship with her. And so I try and carry that throughout my life and carry her legacy. Well, um, she really, yeah, she really was just an amazing person and 
she's still touching lives, you know, and it's really cool to see how God can use you even in like the deepest, darkest brokenness. You know, no one wants a cancer diagnosis at that age, at any age, but I mean, how cruel when you're in your teens, but she really, instead of living in, you know, the bitterness or the anger from that, she allowed God to use her and man, you know, how amazing is that? And I think that goes back to the waiting. It's like, God gave me this. Mm -hmm. And even if I feel like this is not for me and I feel like, why? Yeah. He he gave it to me for a reason. And that's just in Katie's life. Like, she impacted so many people. And Mm -hmm. what 17-year-old would turn everything that's going on in her life back to God and have, like, glory to God in her eyes? Right. You know, like, it's just, amazing to right. see what she did in that season yeah she yeah her faith was just amazing and I think God really was close to her like people talk about uh especially when you go through grief like um when I was going through grief counseling after she passed away my counselor said something that's always stuck with me like when someone is in that phase of life like end of life you really experience the closeness between heaven and earth and God is he's always near right but I really truly think God is so near to people in those in those seasons um and if they'll press into it which Katie did man it's so beautiful because you really just see heaven and earth collide in a way that a lot of people don't and I feel so fortunate and thankful to have seen that in the hospice room when she was about to pass away you know just her excitement for heaven and um it really changed my life, and I know, I know it's changed other people's lives. So, and I think that's like what you said, like pressing into God mm-hmm. is such an amazing thing. Going back to what you said earlier, if you can choose, you have the season of waiting. You can either choose mm-hmm. to press into Him, or you know, sulk in what's happening. Yeah, but you're gonna lose if you do that. You know? Right. Even yeah. though it's hard to get that initial push, it's yeah. so worth it. Yeah, and I think we talked about this in coffee too. Like everyone has that opportunity. Yeah. Katie had it and she did so well stewarding that. But we also have it. You know, like I can choose to let God use me, but it has to be our choice. Like God's willing. He's here. You know, he wants to use us for his glory because he loves people. Right. And that's how he shows his love is through, you know, other people. And so, yeah, we all have that opportunity and I know for you and I, like, that is the utmost important thing in our life is Mm -hmm. allowing God to use us for his glory. And there's no greater joy, right, in life than that. And I feel like so often we're like, God, where are you when Mm -hmm. we're going through stuff? But it's where are we? Where am I? I'm not in a place where I'm listening to God or Mm -hmm. if he is speaking to me, I'm not accepting it, you know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I love that. More, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. Like he is always so close and it's us who drift away. And like I said, I'm not perfect. And even going through this season of fertility, you know, our journey to have kids, it's like, there are some days that are good and some that are bad. And I still get angry at God and I still question and, you know, it's like not perfect at all, but God is still there. And that's the beautiful thing about it. He's patient for us and he he can wait for us, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And I love what you said when we got coffee about mm-hmm. how God gave you those emotions for a reason. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. I could like geek out on this topic. (laughs) I'm learning a lot about it in school, but um, just like emotions in general and how to give people emotion words to put to different Mm -hmm. circumstances in their life. And yeah, like emotions aren't bad, even the bad emotions like anger and jealousy and rage and sadness, like emotions are God given. And it's actually when we allow ourselves to feel like God gave us the ability to feel. emotions not just like physical feeling but like internal spiritual emotional feelings and it's when we allow ourselves to do that that we we have the opportunity right we don't always do this but we have the opportunity to draw closer to him and so I think just allowing myself to feel those and not to like get scared away by them and um and I also know and have learned throughout the years and especially this year is like two feelings that are opposite can coincide, right? Like I can feel, I can feel joy, like true joy. And I can also feel sadness and fear with, especially with the fertility thing. Like I'm so excited to be a mom one day and I can have joy for other people who already are, but I also can feel sad for the season of waiting I'm in. And those things can coincide coexist and I don't think it's necessarily like you have to choose one because gosh that would be really hard yeah and there's you know I'd be a mess if I had to um but just knowing like okay God like I can have both of these and I can surrender both of these to you and yeah yeah and God can handle it for sure yeah he can handle it and -hmm. he wants us to I mean exactly life isn't perfect and yeah. I'm not going to feel all happy all the time. That's mm-hmm. just unrealistic. But he can take our anger. And I think it's also what we do with our anger. And if we're holding mm-hmm. on, like, talk to God and then not let it go. But also, right. like, the Bible talks about, like, your anger needs to be fixed by the morning. Mm-hmm. So, like, yes, deal with it and figure out. Right. And embrace those emotions, but don't sit in it. Right. Don't live it. in it. Yeah, that's a really good point to make, too, because I don't think God would want us to live in those negative emotions although he gave them to us it's not it does no good to just sit in anger or bitterness or uh, you know doubt for a long period of time but I think if you what's beautiful about it is if you allow yourself to feel that work through it yeah and then always I've seen in my life like God teaches me something through it or I'm drawn closer to him through it or it's an opportunity to shift my mindset and to say okay God no I choose you over this situation and so yeah not living in it is super important yeah yeah can you talk about I mean you and Ryan are going through a difficult time how Mm -hmm. do you um how's that embracing marriage more by struggling through things like this yeah Yeah, that's a really good question, and um, I feel like we're newbies to it. Like, we're learning so much every day. Um, We've had a little bit of a break. I had a surgery in October, and then October to now, we, you know, we haven't had as many consistent appointments, and it's been really nice to feel, like, normal again, or just not having to be, like, so on top of it, but um, yeah, it... In all honesty, and I know this isn't for everyone and um, everyone's story is so different, but for Ryan and I, it really has made us closer. Like it's a different kind of intimacy when you walk through something difficult with your spouse. And I think like for us, we just have really both pressed into God and trusted him with this area of our life. And so I think that that has just drawn us closer together and it's 
caused us to really lean on each other, you know, spiritually and emotionally and just thinking about what God has in store for our future family um, and all the dreams that we dream about that. So, so yeah, I mean, there's definitely hard days and I think grieving is, um, grieving isn't just when you lose someone, like you can grieve in a bunch of different ways in life and for different reasons. And so I think in a way, this past year, we've just grieved like what we thought would be. We just, you just always think like you'll be able to get pregnant right away. But the more that I talk about it, the more I know it's not the case. And actually it's common for people to struggle. And so I find peace in that knowing that, you know, a lot of people have shared experiences, but, um, yeah. Yeah. It's It's also about community. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't mention that yeah yeah man if you're going through something not even fertility wise but just embrace your people like we waited a long time to tell people and I think looking back it was just because we were naive we didn't think it would take that long you know right, we wanted right. to tell people when we got the positive test we didn't want to tell people every time we got a negative test so So yeah, we waited a while and looking back, I'm like, that was so dumb. (laughs) Like, well, dumb because our family and friends, like they want to share those burdens with us. They want to carry us through. And, um, and we have like such supportive friends and family that want to do that. So I don't, why I thought I had to walk it alone for so many months. I don't know. Maybe it was a pride thing and I'm, I'm willing to admit that. Um, but the second that we told people, it just really took, you know, a lot of weight off of our shoulders and allowed them, like my cousin said, I need, like, you need to tell people and have people help you carry this because it's too, too heavy of a load for you to carry. Like essentially let me carry some of that, you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like that story in Mark when Jesus heals the paralytic man And in scripture, it says, um, it was like the faith of the friends, essentially, I don't remember the exact verbiage, but it was the faith of the friends that Jesus allowed the man to be healed. And it says like, it's, it says the word there. So it's not just saying like, it was his faith in scripture. It says their faith. Like that's amazing. And sometimes like you need your friends to carry it and to have faith for you because you can't you don't always have that faith. Like some days, Ella, I'll admit, I don't have that faith and I need, you know, I need those friends and family to do it for me. Yeah. So that people are praying for you and caring for you. And just, yeah, that goes back to like surrounding, I mean, I've talked about it on a different podcast, but Mm -hmm. surrounding yourself with people that are going to build you up and believers. And yeah, we want to be friends with people that aren't believers as well, but like these core people that are speaking so much truth in life, like all of them are probably speaking God yeah I really think so and you know I think it's um yeah I think in different seasons like we just Ryan and I have connected on different ways and before going through this journey I think we were just going through the emotions of life right and that's not bad like we 
have a lot of fun and good memories. But I think when you go through something like this and you're forced to rely on God, it really brings you together in like a whole different way. So yeah, yeah. yeah. that's amazing. And your story is amazing. Oh, thank um, you. Is there anything you would like to leave listeners with? Like any piece of advice? Yeah, that's probably so question. much. But um, I'm just trying to think like if there's anything on my heart. Probably, I think something that's been really good for me this past year and especially these past few months that I've been trying to live in is just because someone else's story is beautiful doesn't mean yours like won't be if that makes sense like like people's stories can be beautiful in different ways and you know like her story to become a mom is beautiful and I can celebrate that same thing for me like I know my story to become a mom is beautiful and I can embrace that and let God work through that and say it and it applies to anything yeah. right like career paths and marriage and just see, different seasons of waiting and uh working through difficult things in life like um God is a big God and he has a unique story for each of us so just living in that is has really helped me like shift my perspective I think I love that so much I remember one time I saw something about like each sunrise and sunset is different, but mm-hmm. everyone you see, you still think yeah. it's beautiful and don't say it's lesson. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's like what you said that could be applied to how I view myself and my looks and body, or how For I sure. view their career, marriage, relationship, family, yeah. anything. And also goes back to like, I don't know their story, and I don't know right. what struggles they had to get into this place of beauty, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, comparison, like, for, I know probably a lot of girls listen to this podcast so yeah comparison really is the thief of joy and you just Mm -hmm. cannot let it wreck you because it'll get in the way of God using you and um even through hearing stories of the first two girls on your podcast Alexa and Alyssa like there's just so much about their stories that I did not know like you said, you just don't know someone's story. And I think hearing it is so beautiful because God's worked through their hardships and is still working through yeah. the hard things in their life. And it's like, man, their stories are so beautiful and so different, right? Mm-hmm. But like, same thing for me, like my story will look different and that's okay. Yeah. Like just not allow, not even allowing comparison to come in because you can't, like you can't compare two beautiful things against each other because they're just different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so. so much. Well, thank, thank you, you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah. I appreciate you and you're amazing. Thank really. you, Ella. I was so honored that you asked me. I'm so thankful and grateful for Allie and being on the podcast today. I am so inspired by the way she pursues God and pushes into God in all the different seasons of waiting. I hope this podcast brought you life today and can help you go on throughout your day following God and trusting in Him and tune in in the next few weeks because we've got some good podcasts coming your way. Thank you.